of the range, we have brought mustangs that never have borne the weight of man. They fight for pleasure. They buck by instinct. If you doubt it, step down and try em. One hundred dollars to the man who sticks on the back of one of them. But we won't pay the hospital bill. He lowered his megaphone to enjoy the laughter, and the small man took the opportunity to say, "'Never born the way to man.' That chap in the dress suit, he tells one lie for pleasure and ten more from instinct. Yep, he has his hosses beat. Never born the way to man. Why, Drew, I can see the saddle marks clear from here. I got a mind to slip down there and pick up the easiest hundred bones that ever rolled my way. He rose to make good his threat, but Drew cut in with, Don't be a damn fool, Werther. You aren't part of this show. Well, I will be soon. Watch me. There goes Ananias on his second wind. The announcer was bellowing. These man-killing mustangs will be ridden, broken, beaten into submission in fair fight by the greatest set of horse-breakers that ever wore spurs. They can ride anything that walks on four feet and wears a skin. They can... Werther sprang to his feet, made a funnel of his hand, and shouted, If he had set off a great quantity of red fire, he could not more effectively have drawn all eyes upon him. The weird, shrill yell cut the ringmaster short, and a pleased murmur ran through the crowd. Of course, this must be part of the show, but it was a pleasing variation. "'Partner,' continued Werther, brushing away the big hand of Drew, which would have pulled him down into his seat, "'I've seen you bluff for two nights hand-running.' There ain't no man can bluff all the world three times straight. The ringmaster retorted in his great voice, That sounds like good poker. What's your game? Five hundred dollars on one card, cried Werther, and he waved a fluttering handful of greenbacks. Five hundred dollars to any man of your lot, or to any man in this house, who can ride a real wild horse. "'Where's your horse?' "'Around the corner in a 26th Street stable. "'I'll have him here in five minutes.' "'Lead him on!' cried the ringmaster. "'But his voice was not quite so loud. "'Werther muttered to Drew. "'Here's where I hand him the lemon that'll curdle his cream.' "'And ran out of the box and straight around the edge of the arena.' New York, murmuring and chuckling through the vast galleries of the garden, applauded the little man's flying coattails. He had not underestimated the time. In a little less than five minutes, the door at the end of the arena was thrown open wide, and Werther reappeared. Behind him came two stalwarts, leading between them a rangy monster. Before the blast of lights and the murmurs of the throng, the big stallion reared and flung himself back, and the two who led him bore down with all their weight on the halter ropes. He literally walked down the planks into the arena, a strange, half-comical, half-terrible spectacle. New York burst into applause. It was a trained horse, of course, but a horse capable of such training was worth applause. At the roar of sound, vague as the beat of waves along the shore, the stallion lurched down on all fours and leaped ahead, but the two on the halter ropes drove all their weight backward and checked the first plunge. A bright-colored scarf waved from a nearby box, and the monster swerved away. So, 
Twisting, plunging, rearing, he was worked down the arena. As he came opposite a box in which sat a tall young man in evening clothes, the latter rose and shouted, "'Bravo!' The fury of the stallion, searching on all sides for a vent but distracted from one torment to another— centered suddenly on this slender figure. He swerved and rushed for the barrier with ears flat back and bloodshot eyes. There he reared and struck at the wood with his great front hoofs. The boards splintered and shivered under the blows. As for the youth in the box, he remained quietly erect before this brute rage. A fleck of red foam fell on the white front of his shirt. He drew his handkerchief and wiped it calmly away, but a red stain remained. At the same time, the two who led the stallion pulled him back from the barrier, and he stood with head high, searching for a more convenient victim. Deep silence spread over the arena, more hushed and hushed.